Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It's been a long time. Oh. Yeah, Max. I should have seen it from the jump. Who would have knew what we'd become? You left the line me with it's easy. To take my heart away and run. You must have took off with the chauffeur. You put your bags on in the trunk. Tell them all you came with the same 
really about a bad little baby, you gotta show me I'll pull up on my lonely where you at Pull this thing over and thunder you from the back I, I made a quarter million in the trap I'm not a rap nigga, just kinda know how to rap The hook up in the overnight attack It'll be there in the morning, just tell the world relax Yeah, bust it up before me, make it clap I'ma throw a hundred words and tell her to run them back On that lane, shit, throw me on that lane, shit Tell them all you came Like right now, this one is more of an R&B 
soulful, feel good, like soothing, almost like um, I try to make like a musical version of like what soulful would be or like comfort food would be just because like what's going on with the world and between police brutality and pandemics and just trying to survive and make it through everyday life. I wanted to make music that would help people feel good. Um, the same way like a home cooked meal from your mom or your grandma would make you feel better. That's what I try to do with this with this project sonically. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, you know, like, you know, you definitely we know we you see you say you come from the church roots and all that, so we know your family inspired you. But who are some of like the artists you grew up listening to growing up listening to, whether it was gospel or R and B, who are some of the people you grew up listening to that inspired you also? Oh yeah. It was a, I mean, this list is so long, but I was trying to keep it short. Um a lot of Obviously, on the gospel side, like the commissions and Fred Hammonds and Kirk Franklin's and the Winans and Clark Sisters and things like that. My parents had really good taste in music, but then they also would play like um, some soul music like Earth, Wind, and Fire and Isley Brothers, um, Heat Wave, uh, Brothers Johnson, um, a little bit of Prince when we were lucky. Uh, <laughs> um, mm. And then my, 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 older, then my, uh, my older sisters, we weren't allowed to listen to anything that wasn't like that wasn't gospel for the most part, but my older sister, I'm kind of telling on her right now, but she, uh, I remember she <laughs> bought, she, she got, uh, she bought, uh, come home with me, Cameron's album. And then she bought like, uh, I remember she got, uh, college dropout and then like music soul child. And just, she would like sneak and listen to those. And then she would let me borrow her CD player and like sneak in my room and listen to those. So like on one side, it was a lot of gospel and soul music. And on the other side, it was a lot of like, really good rap and a lot of really good hip-hop and, like, mixtapes and stuff that I would just, like, listen to in my headphones. And, you know, when I listen to your music, bro, it's like you have, like, the neo-soul kind of sound, but then you also wow. have, like, you know, timeless music sound that, like, Curtis Mayfield. Like, I, I'm glad you said what you said because, you know, some songs are for the times. Like, Curtis Mayfield made wow. songs that was part of when we had civil rights and your songs are kind of soothing for this pandemic. You know, your whole little project, wow. me and my people was listening to it, and you definitely got something there. You got, like, a sound that's, you know, that's going to go through, that's kind of soothing, that's for the times of right now. You know what I mean? Some of the songs you're saying, you're speaking about love and you're speaking about positivity, you know, and the way and the way you put the things together, man. Just wanted to tell you that. My boy right here making me want to tell you that. He's a music connoisseur, so he's right next to me, like, wow. you know, he wants to tell you that. <laughs> So I, I had to throw that, that at you. That, wow, I, that means a lot because I, I don't. You never when you're making it like you don't know how people are gonna take it or if you're if you're doing what you hope to do. Because like sometimes I miss the mark. Sometimes I make something I think it's all the way there, and then I take some time to listen back to it. And it's like, oh, this needs work. So there's always that kind of that little voice in the back of your head that wants you to keep pushing and trying to perfect stuff. But I think in this day and age, like. You kind of just got to do what you can and put out what you can and, and hope that it um, it connects with people. So knowing knowing that somebody else outside of myself is getting something out of that means means the world to me. I appreciate that. No doubt, no doubt. Now, you got the, the song Good Love, man. What was the inspiration when you wrote that? <laughs> uh, just being, being in uh, my – I've had my fair share of – like good relationships and like toxic relationships and like there's been times where I've been right and there's been times where I've been wrong and that song was pretty much about like when you when you when you're trying and you're really doing your best and you're really doing the right thing and you really are like trying to make stuff work and be there for that person and it's just never good enough um and I just got I at that point I just got tired of of um and the whole the whole album is based on like just 
really like life experiences and kind of relationships in general. And like, I didn't want it just to be about love. I wanted it to be about like trying to work and survive and pay bills and chase your dreams, all those kinds of things. And then on the relationship side, it was more about like on and off relationship where you're with somebody, then you're breaking up, then you want them back and you're breaking up and you want them back. So that song was, was about a time when I was trying to break up. And then the next song, I'm trying to get back with her again. So <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just about just being in to- toxic situations where you realize, like, dang, I got it. I need to find myself and spend time by myself and learn how to pre. Because as men, we don't always get the time to chances to be vulnerable or to talk about how we really feel about stuff. We always have to act invincible and act like we're gonna be okay and we're we're gonna be fine. Um, but on this 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 song, I wanted to really be honest and keep it real about how stuff really does get to me at times and let some of that emotion out. All right, so we're going to get into that joint right now. We got him in the building, Will Jordan, you know, Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter. This is Good Love. This is from a hot project. This joint is fire. Let's get into it, y'all. Beach through radio.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never fire joint. You know, I, I I play that joint in my whip, son. I fucks with that. That's my joint. Right hey. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I play that in my whip, you know. There's stuff well, I play in the radio and there's stuff I play in my whip. And the stuff I play in my whip, I like more than the stuff I play on the radio. Yeah, that that joint is fire right there. That um, You do your own music? Oh, no, no. Well, normally, for this project, I did it. It's a collaboration between me and a producer named E. Jones. E. Jones, from he's okay. from uh, the Soul Council, and then he's also on Jamba. Um, so he works with Knife and all them guys. So that's that's where okay. the, a lot of that soul and that that groove um, comes from. That he's the one that pulled it out. Cause I like a lot of my stuff is more like it's not as like my drums don't hit like that. I <laughs> I don't have that's that you mm-hmm. have that East Coast uh, <laughs> that East Coast mentality to pull that off. So he that's 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 all him. I do like a little bit of tweaks and added some piano parts here and there, but it's it's him. That's his that's his magic on that on those records. Now, not to make you too, not to, you know, I'm not trying to put you on the stage and make you toot your horn, homie, but you have worked with some of the great people, too. Let them know some of the people you rock with, man. Oh, well, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I story is what changed my life. Um, my, my 2010, I was working in a recording studio just as, like, an engineer and making beats for, like, local rappers and stuff. And then um, I get a phone call from my girlfriend, and she's like, hey, we need to talk. And I'm like, uh-oh, I'm in trouble because that's never good. And then she tells me, she's like, hey, I'm, I'm pregnant. And I'm like, oh, oh, what? Oh, and I'm 21 at this time and broke. Cars broke down. Life is not going the way I planned on it going. And so I'm like, well, let me stop. Let me put music on hold. Um, I got to put my dreams on hold. I'm going to go back and get this job and, and just try to figure this stuff out. And she says, don't quit. Give it three months and let's see what happens. So about three months later, after I've been sending records out to L.A., I get a phone call and they tell me, hey, we don't know for sure yet. We don't tell anybody. But we think that one of the songs you wrote may be on Nicki Minaj's album. And Rihanna's actually singing the part that you sang. And my jaw dropped and my like every my whole life changed in that moment. Um, the Nicki's album, mm. her first album, Pink Friday, came out, I think, that October. Um, she went double platinum, got a Grammy nomination. I got a publishing deal and was able to, like, uh, support my family and pay my bills just off of music and chase my dream full time from that point. Um, so that was probably the biggest, that was one of the biggest names I've written for Jason Drillo as well. Um, I did some other records with other artists and been in the studio with, with countless artists, but, um, it's, it's been an amazing journey so far. And, and I'm, I'm always grateful and I can never really complain because I get those people that spend their whole lives just to get an opportunity like that. Um, so I know I'm blessed and I, I want to make the most of it. Now being that man, what advice, like if it's, if it's a lot of artists listening to my show, what advice this right, on. right now that just heard that story that's like wow like what other advice could you give them because you know sometimes in this game it seems like like you, you said it, it seemed like you almost want to give up or you may or you feel like there's no you know there's no hope but it seemed like you know like right. you at the roughest time of patch of your time you know god blessed you at the same time so you got any advice to give another right. artist that might be in that place where you was at then yeah absolutely um i um I was I would say there's there's probably three important things uh, to keep in mind if I if because I I would spend six hours talking about this I love talking about like what things work for me and how and what things other people can do um, and giving real examples and real advice about that stuff versus just saying keep going keep trying don't give up because it's deeper than that um, mm-hmm. the first thing I say the first step is to work on yourself work on your mind work on your heart get your get your life right to the point where you can because your your success 
can never outgrow your character. Your career can never outgrow your character. And if it does, if you do find success that's bigger than what you're ready to handle, it will crush you. So work on getting your mind right, get your 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 insides right, get the internal you right, um, um, because that gives you more capacity to handle success. You don't want to you don't want to become rich and famous and not know how to handle your addictions or not know how to handle your vices or your bad habits because it'll take it'll take over. Um, I would say the next step would be to master your craft. Um, a lot of people are so caught up in trying to ex- get exposure and get known and get seen because their ego is thriving off of that. But I think it's more important to make sure that what you're making is great. Make sure that your art is great. Make sure your art is refined. And if you don't know whether it's great or not, you have to go study the greats. Find the people that we hail as the, the goats of all time, all the legendary jazz musicians, all the legendary R&B singers, the rappers, all that stuff. Find out. If, and if you can appreciate it, that means there's something – that means you're missing something. So you got to go back and do your research and listen to it and study it and until you can appreciate what they're doing and how they're doing it. Um, so that's how you master your craft is, for one, getting in tune with what, who the greats are and what's great and then aligning yourself with that. And then the third step – excuse me, the third step would be to, ma- to know who you are um, and to be yourself. Um, when you've mastered yourself, your, your, your insides and your minds and your thoughts, you've mastered your craft, then you have the freedom to do what you do with effortlessness. You can do it without having to think about it. For example, if you're like an R&B singer or a rapper in the studio, if you've spent time um, getting your voice to the point where you can sing without having to worry about being out of tune, um, you're rapping where your diction is clear and your timing is great, then when you're working on something, you don't have to think about trying to be perfect. You can just do what comes from your heart. Um, and that's, that's how you connect with people. That's how you cut through. A lot of people are making music and making records and doing stuff and putting it out there, trying to be cool or trying to be popular. And the reason people aren't connecting is because you're not giving a piece of yourself. You're not being authentic. So you don't, the first two steps are important because you want to be your best authentic self before you give the authentic self away. If you just run out there and say, Hey, everybody, this is me, but you haven't done no work or put no work in and it's not good, then nobody's going to want to hear that. But if you've done the work and mastered your craft and, and elevated yourself, then when you are your authentic self and you are your real self, people can appreciate that. The, one, the right ones will, and the ones that don't, you don't need them anyways. So that's, that's, that's the best advice I could give in the quickest amount of time I can give it. But No, no, that was deep. That's, that's good, man. That was a good advice. Now you got the joint after you. Now it seems like your whole album tells a story. Like you know what I mean, and, yeah. and and that's how we that's how we are originally used to albums like to tell a story. A lot of, a lot of great albums actually told a story like it was a movie. Nowadays, you know, a lot of people albums be all over the place. But I, I'm checking out your <laughs> album, listening to the joint, and it's definitely telling a story. Am I am I correct? Yeah, absolutely. So after you, what yeah. was the inspiration of that one? So after you is. Um... After you is after going through all the ups and downs and all the breaking up and getting back together and realizing that, like, man, I even I I still I I thought I was okay, I thought I was gonna be fine, but like I'm realizing you're gone and I I don't know where to go next. Um, so like it's just about how everything is different when you lose that person, that special person, where like you can't go to the same places. You just always thinking about them. Um, you're checking your phone every five minutes. And again, it's just more being vulnerable and really. My goal with this album was to be as vulnerable and as transparent as I could so that the people that don't have the chance to do that or don't get to do that or can't be vulnerable or can't be in their feelings, they can kind of just channel, let me channel that for them and live that through me. So that you're, you're, there's a lot of people that are super tough and have been through stuff and they're not really in touch with their emotions. So my goal is to make it so that let me just look dumb, let me look soft, and let me look like whatever so that you can get to that place and unlock some of what you're feeling as well. Uh, but yeah, after, after you, it's just about trying to, 
trying to navigate life after losing the person that that the one person that you thought was going to be there forever. All right. Well, we're going to get into that joint, another hot joint. Will Jordan in the building, Beef Stew Radio. Like I said, y'all know I want to play the fire. This is after you, Will Jordan. We in the building. We'll be back yeah. with the homies. Let's do it. Another day, another mile. I've been running for so long that I've lost count. Do the right thing, um, and how like 
a lot of the things that were going on in that movie are still still happening today. Um, and how I see myself in a lot of the characters that are in that film, um, um, with the police brutality and discrimination and all the different things that go on, it's just like it was super relevant. So Be Good was kind of like a an ode to do, do the right thing. And then um, it's just a, it's about just as a black man in America wanting to be able to just like for one time not have to be amazing or not have to be excellent at stuff just to get by. Um, we always have to like be hyper vigilant and hyper aware and and super strong and super tough and and never give up and and do unbelievable things just to get through each day. Um, and that was just a time where I just felt like, man, it would be dope to be able to just like be regular and still be able to afford a house and to take care of my family and do this and this and not have to sell millions of records just to be just to have what other people get um, handed to them. So it was just about, yeah, just wanting to finally be good and just be able to rest and, and relax for once. Now, if you could go on tour with anybody, who would you love to be on tour with right now? Oh, this is going to be the most typical answer in, in the world. My favorite artist of all time is Jay-Z. Um, so mm. I would, I would, if I had to sweep the stage and run lights and like, and like <laughs> I would do whatever just just because like his story has always inspired me uh, from the time when I was little. Um, just knowing like I'm from a I'm from a neighborhood that's not the safest and it's not the prettiest, um, and people where I'm from don't really make it out. So like watching somebody go from from the projects to get to where he's at, and there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of I was heavily inspired by a lot of New York rap growing up. Um, that's just what I I was from the West Coast, but I just kind of gravitated more towards um, like rap from over there just because like the storytelling and the like I could visualize stuff and it helped me to kind of escape my situation so he's 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 definitely number one on my list um the other artists none, like Michael and Prince and a lot of them have passed away but the the last living artist would definitely definitely be Jay-Z now what is the one message that you would give to all your fans that's out there um to my fans I would say I would say thank you um, I would say thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for for being there when I was going through my stuff and and trying to work on music and trying to perfect music and taking super long to put it out. Um, for just standing by me and and being and like letting me know that it's worth um, it's worth doing this. In this profession, it's easy to doubt yourself and not be sure about um, if it's meant for you. Um, so I think the people that have followed me and that have stuck with me have always been there to remind me and let me know to keep going. And they're always very, like, honest about liking stuff. Some people will hold back praise, and some people will hold back when they like something. But for some reason, the people that rock with me seem, seem to be um, open about it, and I, I appreciate that because I need that. Yeah. Now, you know, a lot of artists do other things when they're, when they're not in the studio or writing. Sometimes they're acting in movies, they're doing clothing lines, or just, you know, into philanthropy or anything like that. Is there any stuff like that that you yeah. want the people to know that you do? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a dad. <laughs> first, anything else when I'm when I'm not, but I'm I'm music is, my, I have my setup in my room, and then even when I'm not, like I'm in studios most of the time, and when I when I'm, but when I can't be with my daughter, um, but that's 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 it, and then like I I be playing like games and stuff, and I play I hoop when I can, and I love fashion and design, but like right now music is the thing that that has opened the doors for me, and that's the thing that I know I can reach people and connect with people in, so I try to put most of my energy and time into being the best I can with that. But one day I'll get into, like, all the other stuff I like to do. All right. Like, two years from now, man, where you see yourself? Two years from now, I see myself um, hopefully touring. 
hopefully touring, depending on what's going on in the world. Ideally, two years from now, I'll be touring. Um, I would have developed a few of the artists that I work with and mentor and teach um, and help them to kind of – I would share my platform with more artists and people that are from where I'm from um, and and just be finding ways to give back to, like, and, and to inspire people to chase their dreams. I feel like my story is so absurd. Um, and the odds of me making it were so low that anybody that sees me and gets to know me and knows what I've been through will feel like super confident in themselves and know that if somebody like he can make it, then I can do anything I want. That's what's up, man. So um, you got the, the, the single that's out, Back to Me. Yeah. Uh, give us the information on that. Uh, Back to Me is another just honest love song. Um, most people, when they go through a breakup and they see their person moving on to somebody else, They'll send like a future type text and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see you moved on, even if it's not with me." And I was like, "That's not really how I really feel." So let me just write a song about what I really think, which is, if you move on to somebody and you look happy, I hope it falls apart, and I hope you come back. I hear that. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> well, yo, man, it's been a pleasure. Interviewing you, man. We really thank you for coming through. We're going to get into that hot joint, man. You got a home here in Harlem. So, whenever you come through, man, New York, we would like to put you on a TV show, man. You know, when this pandemic thing gets a little better, you know. So, but definitely you got a home here. And, like, once again, I, I thank you for coming on the show, brother. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. And I have to say, I was in, I went to, my dream was to move to New York after high school. And I finally got to go out there out on tour. I was in Harlem for, I think, two days. And I forgot where I was from, and I I I started faking an accent and like really trying. To, like, just, I, I did not want to leave. I didn't want to go home. New York is so amazing. It was really that's the one place I've been. I've been to every place in the United States. That's the one place that I went to that was more than what I imagined it to be. Like I thought it was going to be amazing, and I got there and I was like, this is incredible. Like I get why nobody leaves. Like this, everything is here. So I would love anytime I'm in town, I would definitely love to stop by. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, please do. I'll just show you around. We'll take you around the real Harlem and eat the real Harlem soul food, man. <laughs> wow, well, yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. All right, so we're going to get into this joint. Once again, we thank him, Grammy-nominated songwriter, singer, took his time out to come and chill with us for a little bit, Will hey. Jordan, and we're going to be out of here on this joint, Back to Me. Y'all make sure y'all get that EPD good. We're going to have information on the website how to get Oh, before you go, let them know how to get your joint. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, I'm on all the platforms, titled Spotify, Apple Music. Um, just look up Will Jordan, and it's called Be Good, produced by E. Jones. Um, and then all my social media is just at Will Jordan Music. You can find me anywhere online. Um, and hit me if you're artists or producers and you're looking for advice or you need help or tips, please feel free to hit me up or leave a comment. I love like helping out and trying to mentor whenever I can because um, that's that's really important to me. Somebody did that for me, so I want to make sure to to pass that same thing on. All right, and that's real because this man right here got awards and Grammy nominations, so that's real. <laughs> Most people like that don't even take the time out to say that. So y'all get on there and y'all follow my man to get that good info. Once again, we gonna, we thank the brother for being in the building, and this is Back to Me, Beast to Radio, and we out.
Bye. Bye.